Good morning. Happy Tuesday. I'm Greg. Welcome to the Daily Bible Wrap-Up. It is Tuesday, October 17th, 2023. Obviously still in the uh, Kentucky State Park. Let me see if I can turn the phone book for a second. See if you can see outside my window. That's my view for this morning. Doesn't get much better than that. Uh, a couple of things. First of all, obviously, again, I am doing this remote, talked about the headset and the the camera and all that. This is actually a Chromebook I'm using. And so um, it's limited in its Chromebookness, I guess. And I, it's just easier than me bringing the Blue Yeti and the camera and all that to, to do this when I'm remote. Um, the other thing I noticed, which is rather interesting, is that you notice that there is not the icon up here in this corner. Um, not sure why that's been the case. It's um, something to do with the Chromebook, but uh, well, you know where you're at. If you're not sure if this is the daily, daily Bible wrap-up, you can just always look right there. <laughs> so, And that's where we have the readings for today. And the readings for today, as I read them from my tablet, is uh, we have Psalm 119. We continue there, um, verses 49 through 56, First Timothy 2. And still in Jeremiah, Jeremiah 35 through 37. So Psalm 119, I'm going to read for you verse 53 from there. Quote, I became, I become furious with the wicked because they reject your instructions. Now, this really spoke to me this morning. I also feel negatively at people rejecting God's instructions. But I don't know if furious, if fury is the right word, because that fury conveys to me at least um, almost an out-of-control anger. And I don't have an out-of-control anger for people rejecting God's instructions. I guess the the words that came to mind when I was reading this, um, passionate sadness and disappointment. And maybe that's what the psalmist meant. Maybe there, there's something in translation here that's a little bit off. Um, I know I can't change other people's attitudes, that spark, at the very least, the spark has to come from within other folks. But I do think how much better this world would be, in my opinion, if everyone followed God's commands. But that can't happen, though, because the way we're made. Because in order to listen to the progression here, in order to follow, it has to come from our decision we have to decide to follow. Otherwise, we're just drones, right? And what is that decision gift that we're given? Well, that's free will. And free will, just on odds alone, will result in some rejections. So by virtue of the fact that we have free will, we will have folks that will reject God's instructions, rebellion. It, it starts in Genesis. And that's what makes me sad, though, for them and for this world. Even though I have inner joy, because I know where and what my real home is. New Testament, 1 Timothy 2, Paul instructs Timothy to pray for all people. Now, by extension, this would include those that don't follow God's commands, as we were just talking about before. It's perfectly appropriate to pray for them that their hearts may be open. 
We are also to, according to verse 2 from Paul, pray this way for kings and all who are in authority so that we can live peaceful and quiet lives marked by godliness and dignity. Yes, we are prayed, we are called to pray for our leaders even when we disagree with them. Now, our wisdom is limited, but God's is infinite. So I pray for God's wisdom for our leaders. I'm not, particularly those whom I disagree with, I'm open enough to say that there have been and there will be times when I've disagreed with a leader or position or something. And then as time has gone on and as my heart's been opened and I see the other side, at the very least, there's a better understanding. Sometimes I actually have a change in my perspective with more information. Keep it open. Never, never, never. That's that's praying for God's wisdom for yourself. Don't ever think that you're stagnant in your wisdom because, and I'm talking to myself here. I'm actually looking at myself on the camera. Um, don't ever, don't ever think that you're stagnant in your wisdom or that you've reached some pinnacle of like all knowledge and all that because it doesn't happen. Verse 8, in every place of worship, I want men to pray with holy hands lifted up to God, free from anger and controversy. I do try to prepare myself before meeting with God, be that in church or in prayer or through his word. Um, I have to admit that I don't hold up my hands in praise while I'm reading the Bible. I just... I, I don't I don't know if others do or not, but that just doesn't feel natural to me. It doesn't negate my praise of what I'm reading. It's just how I am. Paul then says that women should make themselves attractive by the good things they do. This is verse 10, not by the clothing or jewelry or worship. And none of those are bad, but um, the true value, the true beauty of women and men, my opinion, is the love of Christ that lives within us. And when you let that live within you, then that beauty shines outward. Old Testament, again, still in Jeremiah. We're slowly getting closer to the end, but right now we're in chapter 35, another message. Jehoiakim was king of Judah when this message was given. Now, notice from yesterday, I said that um, there was some back and forth. If I remember my king progressions here for Judah, Zedekiah came after Jehoiakim, and yet here we are now back with a message when Jehoiakim was king of Judah. Yes, I, I, it's confusing. I didn't draw out the timeline or anything like that. So I just roll with it when I see that. It's like, for for whatever reason, this is the time to hear this message. Now, Jeremiah is directed to invite the Rechabites, that's R-E-C-A-B-I-T-E-S, I'm going to pronounce it Rechabites, to the temple and then and offer them wine. Now, there's a reason for that. They refused the wine because an ancestor of, the, of them commanded them never to drink wine. And therein is the reason for the instruction. God is using this as a lesson on how to obey him. That's from verse 14. 
Jeremiah 36, a message during the fourth year of King Jehoiakim's reign. Jeremiah is directed to write down all of the messages that he's received. So everything that he had to date. Presumably this became the book of Jeremiah, or would, would have become, except for that something happened. This process will lead to the book of Jeremiah, I'm pretty sure. Um, Jeremiah is called to present all the messages to the people. This is another chance that God has given for the people to repent before the destruction would come. But the king, as each section was read to the king, he cut it out and put it in the fire. So in that way, he burned the entire scroll. Now, God instructs Jeremiah to dictate another scroll. And for both of these scrolls, Jeremiah didn't actually write it according to scripture. He dictated it. And he actually added more to this scroll than what he had written before. So it actually worked out better. And that probably became portions of the book of Jeremiah, I'm guessing. Now, Jeremiah 37 goes forward a couple of kings to Zedekiah. No word on what happened to the previous scroll, but I don't think it resulted in repenting. No one was listening to Jeremiah at this time. That's verse 2. The king asked Jeremiah to pray for the people as the Egyptian army approached from the south. This resulted in Babylon ending the siege of Jerusalem. Then there was another message. Egypt will retreat and Babylon will return and burn Jerusalem to the ground. Jeremiah was arrested after the Babylon army left and he was because he was leaving um, Jerusalem and he was accused of actually defecting to the Babylonians, which was not true. He's, he was unfairly accused. While imprisoned, um, while Jeremiah was in prison, Zedekiah, who apparently had some respect for Jeremiah's standing or words or gifts or what have you, asked Jeremiah about messages from the Lord concerning him. Jeremiah said that Babylon will defeat him, and then he protested his false imprisonment. That apparently resulted in him not being returned to the dungeon, but rather held in the courtyard of the guard for the royal palace. So he was still imprisoned but at least it was better conditions. That's it for today. I pray for you. Walk by the Spirit today. Take care. Mm -hmm.